Praise the Lord, everybody. This is part two. I'm trying to make sure that I'm doing this correctly. I decided to start all over again, so I'm hoping that this works um, properly. But I want to welcome you to Christmas Beat Talk Radio. This is Friday Night Joy. My name is Ray Rose. Amen. And I'm, I'm so glad to be with you. Amen. Doing this um, on, on this Friday, man. Amen. This second Friday of the month is August. And then this month is this year is going back pretty quick, actually. So I want to welcome you and um, thank you for joining in with me today. Amen. Let's go ahead and put it up in prayer. Father God, we come to first to say thank you for your many graces and your many blessings and the things that you're doing in our life. God, we give this broadcast to you and pray that you will come and have your way, Holy Spirit. We realize that we can't do this by ourselves. We need you every step of the way. And I'm coming in and I'm going out. So we give this to you. Say, Holy Spirit, have your way. And we thank you in advance. Amen. Amen. So uh, what, a couple of things I want to do real quick. I want to um, let you know about some upcoming broadcasts that we got um, that's coming up soon. Just bear with me for a second. Let me just turn to my page here. Amen. Um, 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 um. So let me see. Okay, let me see who's gonna let me do it. There we go. I want to remind you, of course, today is Friday, Friday night joy. That's every Friday at 7 p.m. Uh the, I'm sorry, the, the first, the second, and the fourth Friday at 7 p.m. And then we got uh, the bread of life. It's the first and third Sunday at 7 p.m. Challenge to change with Pastor Paul Morgan. It's every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Um, History Bound and Grace is with Vanessa right now. It's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. that we may be working on some changes with that. Praise God. Declaring the friendship with Pastor Paul, Pastor Pat Reynolds every Thursday at 12 noon. Amen. Lifeline with Apostle Shirley Jones is every first Monday at 7 p.m. The Born and Beautiful with Reverend Navita Reed, Reverend Curtis Austin, Minister Jordana Cunningham is every second Saturday at 10 a.m. Adoration with Evangelist Louis McElwain is every third Monday of the month at 7 p.m. Marriage Takeover the Body of One with Pastor Eric and Pastor Tamika Thompson is every fourth Sunday at 7 p.m. Hour three, real life, real men, real talk. Amen. But um, Ray, Antonio, Tyrone, Cleo, and El Brother Elston is every second Sunday at 7 p.m. A weekly prayer is called Midday Glory Prayer with Reverend Gwen Dixon. That's every Wednesday at 1 p.m. This is a free conference call number. The number is 712-770-5505. The access code is 732 732- Four nine nine. Matters of the Heart Singers Ministry. Amen. It's every third Friday. It was a group of singers, about five or six of us get together and talk about different things. I'm excited about the group. It's every Friday at 7 p.m. Sometimes it's Zoom calls, sometimes it's on Blog Talk Radio. Spiritual Nuggets of Truth with Minister Carmen. Amen. It's every second and fourth Monday at 8 p.m. You can also go find a little bit more about us by going to when ChristianSpeak.com, uh, uh, I have a lot of more information about the different hosts and the shows and some of the different platforms we are listed on. Amen. Amen. So let's go ahead and get, a, go ahead and get right into it, man. I have been looking through my notes. I was trying to find something to do for tonight. Amen. And one of the things that came up with it was that I don't even know when I got the chance to, um, to even preach or teach about it. It talks about the unfiltered love of God. And um, um, the unfiltered love of God. And when I first think about the love of God, 
I always come directly to the, the scripture, whatever, I think it's everybody's scripture that comes in um, John chapter 3, verse 16 through 19. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son, amen, into the world to condemn the world. It's important that we say that, to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about this a little bit, okay? <laughs> that the world through him might be saved. He says, he that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation. The light is coming to the world and the men love darkness rather than light because their deeds was evil. Because their deeds were evil for God so loved the world. His, his, the love that God has for us is unfiltered. The love that Christ has for us is unfiltered. Okay? Um, it's, it's, in other words, it means just without conditions, you know, it don't matter where you come from a family and your great grands and your grandfather was a preacher and you've been in church all your life and, and all that kind of, it's unfiltered. It's not about that. It doesn't matter where you serve on the deacon board or whatever. It doesn't matter where you came from a house of prostitutes or uh, promiscuous men and women and stuff. You was born out of red. I forgot so love the word. It doesn't matter. Amen. Whether you're rich or whether you're poor, whether you live in a, a mansion or whether you live in a tent, or whether you're homeless or you know, whatever, whether you you're you're bonded or you're free, whether you're a slave or whether you're free, it doesn't matter. God so loved the world. It doesn't matter what what your culture background is, whether you're a Jew or whether you're Greek or whether you're considered to be a Gentile, whether you're Muslim, whether you, it doesn't matter. God so loved the world. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Jesus didn't just die for the Jews or didn't die for the, the Gentiles, but he died for all the, those other people that believe in other religion. That God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believing in him shall not perish, but have everlasting love. So this message is just, is just is good not only for me, but it's also good for those that are, are struggling with, with, with what it is they believe, whether it be Muslim or whether it be Buddhist or whether it be um, 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 Christians or whatever. If, if you're searching and you need an answer, try Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, okay? That whosoever believe him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Everlasting life. Everlasting life. And Jesus willingly went to the cross for you and me, because no matter what you did in your past, you know, no matter the, the mistakes that you made in the past, no matter how many kids you had you know, by different fathers, no matter how many women that you might have slept with, God so loved, still loves you. Look, sir, let me say something that's going to be controversial. No matter whether you're gay or not, God, yeah, God loves you. You know, no matter whether you're a lesbian or whatever, God still loves No matter whether you had an abortion or not, God still loves you. And somebody tell you that God doesn't love you, you know, because you this way or get it's not it's not correct. God still loves you. He might not like what you did. He might he 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 will not. It does not like the sin, but he loves you. 
you know, and, and, and the Bible says that it's not his will that any man to perish. He just wants you to come to repentance. He wants you to come and believe in Jesus Christ, and he will begin the, 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 the sanctification process. He will begin the forgiving process to take place. He will begin the ordering you know, of your steps and the, the many things that will take place and stuff. But God still loves you, and his love is unconditional. You know, a lot of times in the churches, we put condition on love. And in any relationship, we put condition on, well, if you do this, you know, we do tick for tap. If you do this, I'll do that. If you do this, I'll do that. But God still loves you in a way. God's love is not that. It's not based off that what you do. It's not based off because you know how to sing in the choir or you know how to pray. In fact, his love is not based off that, you know. It's never it's not based like that. It's unfiltered. Amen. Let me read a little bit more about, about this stuff and we can get to some, some other scriptures, okay, real quick. Because I, uh, I want to talk about the, the filtered or, or, or the word filter or unfiltered. It means that a porous material through which a liquid or gas is passed in order to separate the fluid from suspended particle matter. In other words, it, it's a, it filters, it keeps. Uh, takes out the bad stuff, especially when I think about a filter, I think about a, a filter for water, you know, when, on, a, on a faucet or for the home or whatever. It filters out those minerals and stuff that's not good for us to drink. It's what, it filters those things out, you know. It filters as extract, extract the impurities of air or water. It's not, it uses a device, but in this place, what we're talking about, we're talking about God. We're talking about the Holy God. Holy God. God doesn't need a, a filter and everything, you know. Everything that he He puts in is holy, and that which comes out is still holy. There's no filter needed because his love is like that, you know. He would, God is the type of God that will take something that, that what man has given up on and look all regularly, and he will make it holy because of his love, because of the love that Christ has for us. Let me read a couple more. It says a, a computer, computer's a program or device that blocks email, restrict website access with specific Criteria, man. In other words, it block you from getting spammed. Those things are filtered, but unfiltered allow anything to come in. God's love allow anything, anyone to come in. You know, Jesus said it in the scripture. He said, "Come to me, all ye are heavy laden and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest." He wasn't specific. He didn't leave out the Jews or the children. He said, "Come, he." The calling is to come all, everyone, everybody. Young and old, they are the married, the singles, everybody, unfiltered. Okay, let me read a couple more. All right, um, this one says, um, we, we read that one, amen. Okay. Uh, to, to come and go, this is the love of God can, can, can not be imitated. Or synthetic. The love of God is not imitated. We, nothing the world system do can be imitated but as far as God, God's love. You know, people can love me, tell you that they love you all day long, but God loves, confounds even that. It goes beyond even what we even think. It does. You know, can you imagine God love? We, we, we don't even really have a clue how much the love of God compasses us and care for us so much. We just don't. 
God's law is pure, it's raw, it's not refined. It doesn't need any additives and stuff like that. God's love is his gift of his son. God's love is powerful. God's love is is with love is when Jesus rises, rise, rose up in up in God's love. It was love that rose Jesus up for his son, for the world. It was the power of the Almighty God. God so loved his son that he gave. So loved, so loved the Father and so loved the world that he gave. Love is giving. God is giving to be gifted. Amen. God's love causes Jesus to be born. God love is the only way the man can be redeemed. A man, a man can be revived. A man can be restored. A, a man can um, be equipped. God's love is it through Jesus Christ. God love you. You know, um, I want to read a couple of scriptures and I'm going to go to a, another uh, chapter here. It says, First John chapter 4 and verse 7 says, Beloved, let us love one another for the love is of is of God. Everyone that loves is born of God. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 says, But God is rich in mercy for his great love, wherein he wherewith he loved us. He loved us. God with love requires us to cease from sin. God love is unconditional. God love requires us to love him. God love requires us to keep his commandments. God love requires us to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. God love requires us to be obedient. Okay? God love requires us to be obedient. God love is pure and holy. Um, amen? And I want to read the scripture I had turned to it earlier. It's coming out of Romans chapter 8. Amen. Let me see if I can mark that task here. You know, I, I want to focus on um, I think it's verse 38. It's the one that I was looking at earlier. You know, and stuff like that. But I want to read all this Roman 8, uh, chapter 8, okay? Just bear with me for a minute. And then um, just bear with me, me. And then we can go ahead and close out. But I'm going to talk and read at the same time in Romans chapter 8. Because this is a very important scripture for us as believers. And even those that may or may not know Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. Now, check it out. This is what it says. It says, there is therefore no now, now there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. There is now no condemnation to them which are in Christ, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. There's no condemnation. Okay, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. We free, amen, for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, Talking about those do's and don'ts and that does over 600 some ordinances of do's and don'ts. But the law could not do <laughs> that, and that it was weak through the flesh. God sent his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, condemn sin in the flesh, condemn the sin in the flesh. That's why Christ had to go to the cross. He went to the cross to represent the sin that was in us, to represent the sin that was in us. He had to die. You know, he was the last sacrificial lamb that had to take place. There is no other. There, there is no other. Because of Christ's death, we now have life. But let me go ahead and finish reading on. Verse 4 says in Romans chapter 8, verse 4 says, The righteousness of the law may be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For they that 
uh, after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that after the spirit, the things of the spirit. To be carnal minded is death, but to be spiritual minded is life and peace because carnal minded is an enemy to be against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Got nothing to do with, he still love you. He still love you. He gave us something for the whole world. He still doesn't change the fact that he still loves you. But ye, but Paul says, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. And if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Again, it doesn't take away from the love that God still loves you. But we want to be um, adopted into the, 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 the family. We want to be part of Christ. We want Christ to be in him, in us, rather. And it says, Romans 10 says, if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead should also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwell in you. What again with what we talk? We're still talking about love through, through Jesus Christ. We still talk about God so loved the world. God said, the scripture says that it's not God's will for any man to perish. We have a choice. We make a choice. A, choose his, 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 this day who we're going to serve. It says, verse 12 says, therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For ye live after flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall love, ye live. If I, if we love God, we will keep his commandments. That's what Jesus said. We love him, we're going to keep his commandments. Wow, we kind of mortify the deeds of the flesh. And it says, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. We want to be led by the spirit of God in all that we do. You know, we want our steps to be ordered by God in all that we do, in all the places that we go, and everything like that. When God says go left, we want to make sure we go left. When God says go right, we want to make sure we go right. When God says duck, we want to make sure we duck at the right time when God says duck. You know, we want to be obedient to the things that God is, is calling us to do. And even if we make a mistake and go left when he said we're well, right, that doesn't, when he said we're right, that doesn't change his love that he has for us. That doesn't change the love that he has for us. The love is still there. But there's consequences of going in the opposite of what God says. He's forgiven us already. He forgave us. Jesus forgave us on the cross. Everything was nailed to the cross. He knew what we would do and what we wouldn't do before the foundation of earth. He knew our ups and downs, our tears, our frowns. He knew everything there was to know about us. He knew those things already. But guess that he loved us. He loved us when we weren't even thinking about, <laughs> about him. We weren't even thinking about church. We out there partying, having a good time, you know, getting that jiggle or whatever you call it on and everything. I'm old school. I don't know about that stuff now. But getting all that stuff, we was out there doing everything. We were having fun. We didn't think about church. We didn't even want to go there. I know we were spending the party. I didn't even want to see no more church. Grew up in the church. I didn't want to see no more church. Didn't want to see it, man. But God loved us, man. He did. God loved us. Amen. Let me just read on. In verse 
15, it says, for he have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption. That's what I talked about earlier, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, we have been adopted, we have been grafted into the promises or the seed of Abraham because of Jesus Christ. We have been grafted, we have been adopted. We were considered to be Gentiles. I wasn't born a Jew, but I'm a Jew now because of Jesus Christ, because I received him as my Lord and Savior and everything like that, okay? And it's afflicting to the spirit itself bear witness that with our spirit that we are children of God. We are children of God. It's just that, and if children, then heirs and heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If so, be that we suffer with him, that we may be also be glorified here. We're going to listen. Let's be because of, of, of our relationship with Christ and because of the love of God. Doesn't mean you're not going to go through some things. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have some ups and downs, some hills to climb, and some valleys that you just can't get up, and some pits that you don't fell in, whether it was your faith, your fault, or whether it was just part of life, because life takes place. It doesn't mean that we're not going to have some sickness and diseases and things like that that come forth. It doesn't mean that those things are not going to happen. But bless me, the name of the Father, that we have an advocate with the Father, and his name is Christ Jesus, the resurrected one. The resurrected one. And verse 18 says, For I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. So I reckon what, what you're going through, what I'm going through, is there's no comparison to the glory that, we, that shall be revealed in us. In us, y'all. You know, in us. For the earnest expectation of the creatures waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. <laughs> for the creature was made subject to vanity, not willing, but by reason of him who has, has subject, subject the same in hope, because the creature itself also should be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation, y'all, this is what I want to go with this, the whole creation grown it and travailed in pain together into, into now, all the creation. It's growing into now, into the coming of Jesus Christ. You can see it by the global warming. As much as people want to say this, down and there. look at what's taking place around you. you. All the sand, all the all the, the signs, and the hand is written, being written on the in our life or on the wall or in the testament of what's going on in the world today. What's going on in the world? 23 says, not only they, but ourselves also have the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we also grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to with the redemption of our body. We are waiting in anticipation of Jesus Christ returning. We're waiting for the love to return to get his love. We're waiting, you know. We're waiting. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. It says, 24 says, for we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. But when a man sees it, why does he yet hope for? But if we hope for that we see not, then do we, do we with patience wait for it? Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth help our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we are. But the Spirit itself, love itself, make it intercessive for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. He that search, searches the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the, of the Spirit, because he has intercessors for the saints according to the will of God, a will of God. That's why Christ intercedes, intercedes on our behalf. He know what we need even more so than we don't know 
wrote know what we need. He he interceded because he loved us. And God received us because he loved us. Amen. And he said he just sets the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the spirit because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things, here we go, all, we know that all things work together for the good to, to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. You know, when we love God and, and God loves us, we are called according to his purpose. When we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are called according to his purpose. His purpose, not ours. It's no longer about it, about us, but it's about Lord, Father, whatever your will for me to do, let me do. Whatever direction you want me to go, let me go. Whatever you need me to say, let me say. Whatever you need me <laughs> to see you or go or uh, direct or whatever, let me do. Let me do it willingly with a glee for and a joy for her, to represent, to praise you, to worship you, to count it all joy. When we go through divorce, different uh, um, trials and tribulation. Amen. It says, um, about 29, Romans 8 29 said, For whom he did foreknow, he also predestinated to be conformed to the image of his son. We are being to be conformed to the image of his son. His son represents love, for God is love. God is love, right? That he might be the first point among many brothers, more, moreover, whom he did predestine, then he them, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. What should we say? What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered but deliver him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Our father, our father, I don't know about you, I'm not reading right now, but our father is, is rich and and and, and, and kind of our thoughts are here. You know, all we got to do is ask. I'm not talking about what get rich and uh, money coming is the only thing, but all everything that we need is at our disposals. Okay. Amen. It says 33, Romans 38, 33 says, who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. Who is it? Is he that condemned? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also make an intercession for us. There you go. He make an intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? There we go. We get to the point there. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation? Nope. Or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Verse uh, uh, 37 says, Nay, in all these things, y'all, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Point to yourself that loved me, that loved me, that loved you, that loved us. For he said, for 30, he said, for I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord, will be able to separate us from the love of God. How awesome is that? That's a blessing, man. Amen. 
So I'm done. Amen. I'm glad I did a retake of this, but I'm done. I pray this has been a blessing to you. This is Reverend Ray on When Christmas Speak Talk Radio on Friday Night Joy. Let me just go ahead and pray out. Father, I pray that this message has been a blessing to your people. I pray that it touched the hearts of men and women, that someone will cry out what must it do to be saved. I pray, Lord Jesus, that whatever their needs are, you know everything about them, God. And I pray today, God, that you would send down your ministering angels to minister. I pray for those that have lost loved ones this year already, God, that have gone through very difficult times. I pray, Lord Jesus, not only for them, for their families, God. I pray for those that have lost jobs and those that are struggling, God. I pray again, God, that you will make a way. God, I pray for those that are about to give up on life, God, that they, they may be going through some depression or maybe thinking suicide or maybe don't know what needs to do next, God. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will show your love to them and show them a more excellent way, God. I pray for every pastor, every apostle, every bishop, every every prophet, every evangelist. Lord Jesus, I pray today, God, that a great awakening may take place within the body of Christ, God. That we might begin to realize that time is growing short, that you are soon to come, that this is the beginning of the sorrows, Lord Jesus, that the hand is definitely writing on the wall. That we will repent of any deeds and everything that we have ever done, God, and come back to you. I do pray this prayer in Christ Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. God bless you. I know that I love you much and take care of yourself. God bless. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.